When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. James McDonald there, who won the great race for the first time in his career. So there were plenty of winners in the SENZ Punters Club as well, uh, with the prize pool uh, up around uh, two grand, which is fun, wonderful performance. And the leader of the pack and the captain of the good oil, Mark Clayton, joins us now. Clado, good morning to you. Uh, what a story this is. Uh, it can, just continues to roll on with uh, the Waller-McDonald combination. Uh, and uh, this horse damn near didn't start in the race. That's right, Smithy. Good morning to you and all your listeners. And yeah, there was even doubt on Saturday, wasn't there, whether Very Elegant was uh, was going to take her place. And James would have been on tender hooks because gee, it has been a roller coaster couple of weeks for James, hasn't it? Taking out the world's richest sprint, the Everest on Nature Strip, fifteen dollar, fifteen million dollar race. A week later, he goes to all that trouble to quarantine and get to Melbourne to ride Zaki in the Cox Plate, and he scratched on the morning of the race, which. He looked to be a leg in, and then the doubt around very elegant heading into the Melbourne Cup. And you know, I sort of mentioned on the good oil on Saturday that I did like very elegant, and then oh, hang on, hang on, she might not be starting yet. So, oh boy, did she and she deserved that, didn't she? Well, she won uh, very, very impressively. He said uh, dazzling turn of foot, and he's not wrong, uh, and he was pretty confident of the 500, which is uh, a long way out, but. Uh, I, I know you've been around the, the racing scene a long time, uh, Clayton, a, lo- a lot longer than James McDonald has. So what are your early memories of, of this young kid bringing, uh, is bringing up in his, his early riding days? Um, I remember this little kid, pint-sized kid, coming to the races with his dad, Brett, who was an outstanding jumps jockey himself and just had that calmness about him, his dad, and it's, it's flowed through to his son, James, and... I remember this little fellow, he was lucky to get out of school on a midweek day. He was pretty happy about that. And come to the races and you can see him taking it all in. And it took him a long time to ride his first winner. He rode a lot of placings before he actually greeted the judge. But he, there was just something about a talent like that. And, you know, they didn't come out and go bang, bang, bang. He's had to work for it and knows about losing, you know, getting beat before you get to the top and... Remember, like there was a weigh-in show on Trackside TV years ago, and the presenters all had a horse to follow. <laughs> At the end of the day, a horse was to follow, and Steve Davis, the mighty Steve Davis, his horse to follow was a apprentice called James McDonald, and he's just kept kicking goals ever since. I mean, he's. What is it? Is it, is it about his style? Is it? Is it so different to anyone else? Is, is his ability to read a race or put horses in the right position? What, what's his gift? Well, that's part of it. He does his form. He knows what's around him. He gets to settle on a horse, and 
watching the race yesterday, Smithy with Kirsty and Beaver, um, you could see she was travelling sweet as a nut around five, six hundred metres to go and James hadn't moved on her. He doesn't panic and he just let her wheel around to do it all herself and he had a handful of horses and he had to ask her to go and, oh boy, you don't want to get in a dogfight with very elegant. We had Steve McKee on the show on a good all show on a Saturday a month or so ago and we're talking about you know, how Zaki was just absolutely trouncing them and Steve said, yeah, but you put Zaki up against a horse like Very Elegant who just loves a dogfight. And the day she ran down Rio Dini in Sydney, he was home and host in the George Main and she was a fair way off him. But boy, talk about a horse who just digs in and fights and she, and she picked up Rio Dini in the shadows of the post and only the real special, special, special ones do that. Uh, speaking of special, uh, let's talk about Chris Waller. This kid uh, is born up on a dairy farm. Uh, I got to meet him uh, in Ellerslie uh, about two years ago for the first time. He said, uh, you won't believe it, but I was a wicketkeeper at uh, school. I loved playing cricket and I was a wicketkeeper, so we had a bit of a chat about that. But, uh, you know, what he's done here uh, to make the up, up uh, stakes and move to Australia, uh, now he, he certainly, he's got to be uh, the best trainer in the Southern Hemisphere, doesn't he, with his strike rate? Oh, for sure, for sure, Smithy. And like you say, uh, in partnership with Heather Weller in here for a while, so it was a Weller Waller partnership, but he up stumps. He went to Sydney to you. You just couldn't think of a bigger racing cauldron to go to. And he's basically, I think he took one or two horses and look at him now. And he went out there and he drove for owners. He's charismatic. He's down to earth. And I think the thing with him and James is that their heartbeats are just so. They just beat so slow that uh, I think it transfers through to the horses. She was a real work in progress, very elegant, when she left our shores. Mm. You knew she had ability, but gee, she'd get her head up and she'd look around and she was quite untractable and you knew she had a motor. But it doesn't always transpire that way, Smithy. You, know, you get a lot of good horses come through and they got their little quirks and they don't quite come to it, but gee, they were patient with her and the thing she was doing as a young horse, a three- and four-year-old, and still getting it wrong, you thought, oh, God, if she gets it all together, she could be something else. Of course, Chris had winks at the same time, so I dare say very elegant, probably put her head over the box and had a look at her and go, gee, you make it look so easy. There's going to be a, there's going to mm. be a better way than this. Well, I mean, he's, his record is unbelievable. What He's got three stables, Brisbane, Sydney, and Melbourne, and um, uh, I guess he's he's probably on his way home from the track now, or pretty close to it, uh, after uh, just another day at the office and it starts all over again. Well, it does. It does. And, and yet the thing about you know, Chris is that he's got good staff too. Like, the staff want to work for him. They respect him. And, and they'll go to war. They'll go that extra mile for him. And, you know, that, that must take a lot of weight off his mind. And you can see that. He's not highly struck. He's just a he's just an emotional Kiwi guy, just a normal Kiwi bloke. He's, he's just climbed the scales and... Yeah, you know, this morning, it was such a thrill yesterday for Chris and James and all the connections, you know, Mark Carter, Jamara, Bloodstock, Don Goodwin, the breeder, who kept a share, Nick Bashara, former trainer, still got a share, and Mark Corcoran down there at Grange Williams Study stands here for $6,000. <laughs> 60000 would be a bargain, but you can get a centimetre mm. there for 6000 So all around, just such a great story, Smithy, and, you know, she just didn't turn up. I mean, last year... Gee, I thought she was a great chance last year and we went nuts mm. on her last year and Mark Zara rode her, of course he's out at the moment 
But he just waited and waited. She copped the bump on the turn. She never got to go. But watching the replays leading into this week, boy, watching her get home last year in the Melbourne mm. Cup, you could say she was she was dead set stiff. So even though Twilight Payment won really, really well, she was the run of the race last year. And then, you know, to hear this week, there were going to be 30-degree temperatures all day. There was going to be no rain. Now, she can go on a good track, but, but boy, she's worth another two or four lengths. On a, on a you know a wet track, but listening throughout the day, it was great having all the hosts and just listening to racing on radio all day yesterday. It was, it was magnificent, Smithy, and you know here that they did put a bit of you know moisture on the track the night before, just sort of gave that little bit of confidence. But oh, it just, I thought she could win. But I didn't think she'd just pick him up and drop him like that. Nah, she did. She did exactly that. I think in terms of the price, we're all, I think, a bit bluffed by the brilliance of incentivise leading into the race, and we just sort of jumped on that bandwagon. But uh, those that uh, that got it at 17 bucks were well and truly rewarded. Uh, your Pundits Club went exceedingly well yesterday. You'd be happy with that. Yeah, we had a great day uh, with Kirsty and Beeve. And, you know, like you set the standard early on in the day after Baz and, and Izzy, and then GL staff didn't he wind it up didn't he set the stand he set the bar very high staff and he was absolutely pumped so it was, we had a big uh, big ass to follow staff but oh, we knuckled down and did it and you know, I think the next race we backed uh, Tabby Tabby Dora Tabby Dora and uh, TAB was playing up a bit and we were tapping away trying to get the bet on and actually went through about three times so we are a little bit lucky in that respect well, it was a great day all round, mate, and uh, a memorable one, another historic one in the history of, of the Cup, and uh, definitely a Kiwi one, mate. Uh, job well done. Thanks very much for coming on uh, this morning. Look forward to uh, your work over the next few days as well, because we've got the Oaks, and then we've got the final day on Saturday, and you'll be right in amongst that, I imagine. I'll be looking, looking forward to it. And, of course, this is a great entree Cup Week in Melbourne to our Cup Week, which begins on Saturday. Yeah, New Zealand Cup Week because mm. boy, that, that's pretty hard to rival that. And but just just one thing, Smithy, about the Melbourne Cup this year, there was like a bit of debate about the Southern Raiders not coming down because those vet checks are getting pretty stringent nowadays. Well, I felt I felt all the way through that it was back to the days of old, the Kiwis versus the Aussies, you know, and a couple of you know Northern Raiders down. But it was we had three genuine Kiwi horses here, very elegant, the chosen one, and Ocean Billy. And fantastic stories around all of them. You know, we had, we had Kiwi riders, James McDonald, Michael D was involved, Daniel Stackhouse. It was it was like the days of old, and, and it just soaked it up all the way through. And, and long may it continue. Yeah, a couple of, couple of Northern Raiders is fine, you know, but but not like uh, you know get back to the old days where we get the old Kiwi stars over there and show the Aussies how it's done. Well, we certainly did yesterday, Clado. Uh, thanks very much, mate. Uh, enjoyed your input this morning, and uh, uh, well done to uh, with your, your pundits club and their supporters. So uh, have a good uh, next uh, three or four days on the punt. Good luck, mate. Thank you, Smithy. Thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah Mark Clayton there. Uh, he is uh, really, really good man when it comes to the thoroughbred industry in particular. He's been around for such a long time. Those, uh, a lot of these uh, these kids and these trainers uh, and has seen them progress to this this wonderful uh, point they are in their careers right now at the peak.